Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn. It is Food for Thought Friday and so glad that you are with us. Happy New Year to you. Hope you're having a great week and uh, just love sharing some things that God has spoken to me, whether it's through my quiet time in the morning, reading God's Word, through a devotional book that I've read. Uh, maybe it's through something I've seen on social media or a podcast I've listened to, a sermon I've listened to. Maybe it's through a conversation with somebody that just a uh, guy kind of pokes my heart and says, hey, that's a word for you, Greg, and for your Hope is Here listeners. So I'm excited to share these things here in the 14 minutes we have together. And I just want to start off today with a, a Bible verse that, uh, man, it's so simple, but it's so powerful and has played out in my life several occasions where I just was like, man, I just don't know if I can keep going on. And that is 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. You know, if you remember, friends, Paul said in in this passage here in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 earlier, he said he asked God not once, not twice, but three times to remove this thorn from Paul's flesh. Now, we don't know what it is. The Bible doesn't clarify that. And yet it must have been something, obviously, that really bothered him, probably physically, um, you know, which probably impacted obviously mentally and emotionally too. If he said, I, you know, I pleaded, even some versions of the Bible say he pleaded with God three times to remove this thorn in his flesh. And you can imagine if you've ever had a thorn in your uh, finger or stepped on one, I mean, how painful those are. Well, he was dealing with one. And yet we don't know what it is, but this is what he said God told him after praying, pleading with God three different times. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And so, friends, know today that when you can't go on, we've talked earlier this week about getting on the other knee, surrendering to God to say, hey, I can't do this anymore. God's like, hey, man, I never thought you'd ask. <laughs> and uh, he's had to do that to me before. Uh, I struggle with pride. I'm embarrassed to tell you that as a pastor now for over 20 years, but I do. I struggle with pride. And I think maybe that's why God's let me go through a lot of challenges and difficulties. Uh, my thorn in the flesh might be my pride. And God's like, you know what? I'm going to keep that from you. So I'm going to let life uh, be challenging at times to keep you humble, but more importantly, dependent on me. And friends, that's okay. It's a better way to live. So for you today, maybe you're just really discouraged. You're mentally, emotionally, physically exhausted. Well, I love that you can stand on this promise in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. For my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in your weakness. I love it goes on also to say, for when I am weak, Paul said, then I am strong. In other words, saying, when I'm weak, I rely on God's strength. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I'm so thankful it doesn't say, I can do some things. It doesn't say, I can do most things. It says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And that leads me to another one of my favorite verses. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Once again, doesn't say I can do some things, doesn't say I can do most things. It says what? I can do 
all things through Christ who gives me strength. And then Romans chapter 8, verse 28, talks about all things work together for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. I love that. Once again, not some things, not most things, but all things. You may not understand why something is happening in your life or several things. And friends, this side of heaven, there's a lot of things I don't understand. And that's the hardest thing I do as a pastor when I have to sit there and look at somebody that their heart's just breaking. They want to know why did God allow this to happen. And friends, I just quite often don't know. And I tell them, I'm sorry, I don't know. But I have to go back to this. And when Wayne Smith, a founding pastor of Southland Christian Church, where he pastored for 40 years, wrote me a letter after I went through the flood, bankruptcy, and divorce back in 2001, and that letter, a handwritten letter at the bottom, it said, Brother, I know right now this doesn't make sense, but I believe Romans chapter 8, verse 28 is true for you today and will be in the future. And he wrote out Romans 8, 28, and all things work together for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Friends, God has a purpose for your one and only life. God never wastes a hurt if we will allow him to heal that wound and we give him permission to be the owner of our life, to let him drive the car, so to speak. And friends, I'm here to tell you today, 22 years later, that's why I can do this radio program. That's why God has provided a platform, Hope is Here radio program, over a thousand programs, over a thousand podcasts of these radio programs to be listened to in 47 out of the 50 states and to several foreign countries. Over 100,000 downloads of the podcast is because the Lord said, you know what, Greg, that pain, that heartache, that disappointment when you had suicidal thoughts in 2001, because you trusted me, I'm going to allow you to provide hope to others, reminding them that I am the source of hope and that all good things come from me. And friends, I know that I know that that's true. I've lived it. I know what it's like to lose everything business, home, and marriage in a 24-hour period, not because something I did, but because life happened, a flood, and then unwise and selfish decisions by others. And yet, friends, God covered it all, and he has restored what the locusts have eaten, as the Bible talks about in the Old Testament. And I'm so thankful to know that God will never waste a hurt in your life if you'll allow him to heal that wound and if you'll trust him and just say, God, help me to be a blessing to others and here's what I know that I know, friends. I heard a pastor say this many, many years ago, and it is so true. Your greatest hurt, your greatest wound, your greatest disappointment will become your greatest ministry. It'll become your ministry that God will use you to help others. You can be the salve to somebody else's wound. And friends, your, your scars can become somebody else's stars. Oh, man, I love that quote. I believe that was by Lecrae. I heard him say that a few years ago. Your scars can become someone else's stars. In other words, friends, when you have a scar, that means you survived that wound, whatever it is. I tore my ACL playing basketball. Uh, had to have uh, had my anterior cruciate ligament replaced, rebuilt. I tore it playing basketball many years ago. And I've got a scar, I mean, a big, about four or five-inch scar where they had to go in and cut on my knee. 
And I'm telling you, it was really painful, the, re- the rehab, the recovery. I did the physical therapy when I first went around on the exercise bike completely one whole time. First, they just had me go about 25%, then 50%, three-quarters, but then they said completely go over. The scar tissue tore, and I thought I had torn the ligament again. I thought, no way am I going to have to go through this again. But you know what? I am so blessed to this day, 20 years later. Some people tell me they have surgery, that they can feel the weather changes in wherever they got cut on. I've never had the, been able to experience that, had to do that. I was able to go back and play basketball, volleyball, sports, uh, tennis, where it requires a lot of cutting with your knee. And I've been really blessed. And the crazy part, I can actually jump higher off the one leg, left-hand leg. When I would play basketball and shoot left-hand layups, I could get up higher off that leg that I tore, that my right leg that I tore, the anterior cruciate ligament, and had to have surgery. And so, friends, I know that I know that God will help you, and he can heal wounds, those scars. I see that scar when I'm working out now and doing things, legs lifts and things like that, and squats with, you know, lifting weights and yet i know that god's healed that i survived that surgery that was extremely painful many years ago so i want to ask you today will you allow god to let your scars become somebody else's stars galatians chapter 6 verse 9 says do not grow weary in doing good for at the proper time you will reap a harvest if you do not give up and friends that's why i can stand today and say to you that I know that there's always hope because of Jesus. Because when I felt like giving up in 2001, because I had some family, some friends, my faith became real. It wasn't just a Sunday morning thing. Yeah, I did the God box for an hour a week, threw a little money in the offering plate. But the other 167 hours was about Greg Horn. And I was selfish. Still struggle with being selfish. And yet... God said, you know what, those seeds that were planted in your heart through that one hour on Sunday mornings, those verses came to life for me. And I'm so glad that I didn't give up and that God helped to restore what the locusts ate. I also did some counseling, some good Christian counseling to heal those wounds. Also uh, took some medication, antidepressant for about six months, just to kind of help me get over the hump. I exercised like crazy. Uh, So there was a combination of things. But my relationship with God through Jesus Christ, it became real. It wasn't just something I did on Sunday mornings for an hour. So, friends, if you're in a painful, challenging season of life as we enter 2024, know that God will make good out of it. You may be like, you know, Greg, I don't even know which way to go right now. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, one of my life verses became real to me as I would read a proverb each day, whatever the day of the week is. Today is January 5th, so I read chapter 5. I would read that, and I kept reading the when it was the fifth day of the month. Well, in this case, it was chapter 3, all right, whatever the third day of the month was. And one day when I was reading it, it just jumped off the page into my mind and heart. I know it by memory now. I don't even have to look it up in the Bible. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge God, and he will make your path straight. Friends, he's done it over and over in my life. 
I mean, I've done everything from college basketball coaching. I mean, Division One coaching at WKU, Western Kentucky University. I uh, was a territory sales manager with Hershey Chocolate, over a million-dollar territory. Then I was blessed to have my own business, a grocery store, uh, Payless Food Center in Cynthiana, Kentucky. Got up to almost $10 million a year in sales. Had 100 people working with me. And then the flood happened, okay? Then the unexpected uh, bankruptcy divorce, the totally unexpected divorce. And yet, friends, God's taken all those other things before he called me into ministry when my faith became real. And that's why I can do Hope is Here and encourage you each day and have many wonderful guests that have a lot more powerful stories than I do. But here's the deal. When you go through a challenging situation in your life, you can either grow closer to God or you can draw further away and become bitter. And trust me, the enemy will try to make sure that you have every opportunity to become bitter and get distant from God. But I want to encourage you to do what James chapter 4, I believe it's chapter 4 verse 8 says, draw close to God and God will draw close to you. Love that. And stand on what Isaiah chapter 55 verses 8 and 9 says, For my thoughts and my ways are not your thoughts and your ways, declares the Lord. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my thoughts and my ways higher than your thoughts and your ways. Friends, he's a good, good father. He loves you. He cares about you. Maybe some of you didn't have a good earthly father. Maybe you didn't even have a father. I mean, you had to have a father be born, but you know he was not around. And yet your heavenly father says, I got you. I want you. I love you. I sent my son, Jesus Christ, to die for you. And I'm so thankful to know that. And now when times get tough, I lean on my heavenly father, friends. And I want to finish and close today with John chapter 3, verse 30. May this be your prayer today, that Jesus would increase and that you would decrease. My name's Greg Horn, and this is Hope. Is here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. CMI is your full-service human resources provider in Central Kentucky. For 15 years, CMI Human Resources has taken great pride in helping organizations and people work. Whether it's employee handbooks or help in filling a position, no job is too large or too small for CMI. Contact the professionals today at CMI Human Resources, 859-296-2800 or online at cmiconsulting.com.